Welcome to a Trucker's Mind Podcast. I'm Eddie McGee. It's your boy, K. Fink. We're back, man. Episode 267. Yes, sir. Let's get right into it. Um, designer. You can know the designer I'm talking about. Panda, panda, panda. panda, panda I got panda. bras in Atlanta. Been in the, been in the, been This nigga got busted jacking off. Pan- no. Um, designer was the first person to do artificial intelligence. What do you mean? He was the AI future. What do you What do you mean? You know how they got Kanye West, you know, sound alike. He's singing Justin Bieber. So songs. he was the prequel to this shit. Yeah, I thought just, it was Future at first, dude. I swear I did. Yeah, for sure. I was like, this nigga Future got a banger. Then it was designer. It was designer. He's like, who is that? Yeah. And why would Kanye fucking do this? Brrrah. That nigga like, be in interviews like he got his own geek, language. Geek, 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 geek. Geek, geek, geek. Like, yeah, this nigga's retarded. Um, mm. and if not, <laughs> I don't want to use the R yeah, word. You gotta, you gotta chill. Gotta self censor here. Yeah. All right. Uh, no, 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 no. All right, designer. Uh, rapper designer charged with indecent exposure for allegedly masturbating on a flight. Dang. Yeah. He's trying to join the Mile High Club. He got lotion in Atlanta, apparently. <laughs> he got lotion. <laughs> I got lotion in Atlanta. I got lotion in Atlanta. Benny Depend. Critics called in the jackers. Um, <laughs> The rapper designer was hit with a federal charge Monday for allegedly masturbating on an international flight and claiming he exposed himself because he didn't have sex in a week. Oh, poor guy. Uh, The 25-year-old rapper, this guy's a fucking kid. That means when Panda came out, he had to be 18. Really? Yeah, he's only 25. 25-year-old rapper whose name is Sidney Royal Selby Dang, III yeah. was charged with one misdemeanor count of indecent exposure over allegations. He exposed himself multiple times, starting about 60 to 90 minutes into a Delta flight from Tokyo to Minneapolis. On April 17th, a criminal complaint uh, alleges after a, flight, the atten- after a flight attendant spotted him exposing himself, he quickly covered up. Only to be caught masturbating about five minutes later. Damn, this nigga's a, a savage. Yeah. Jesus yeah. Christ. I'm trying to get that nut. Anything for a nut. Uh, mm-hmm. Caught masturbating about five minutes later by members of the crew, of the flight crew. Mm-hmm. He was again told no and covered himself up, the complaint alleges. Even after he was told he was going to be arrested, Selby was seen exposing himself for a third time. The Fed said two travel buddies agree, agreed to watch him the rest of the flight when he was moved to the back of the plane where he apologized to a security guard and claimed he was bugging and messed up when he when he got up from uh his first class seat to move to the back a jar of vaseline dropped in the aisle the uh, complaint states that nigga that's his go-to jacking off with vaseline that's ridiculous kind of thick that's too much that that's the, the the viscosity is too much yeah i mean you might as well jack off with engine oil if you're gonna do that (laughs) Stick to the lotion, buddy. Or Crisco. Buddy. This guy must be an amateur to jacking off. <laughs> now, nah, if you jacking off on a plane, you 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 got some years into jacking off. I don't know. You are using Vaseline, man? You just got to stick to the basics, man. <laughs> Get to some something that glides on easier than this. All right. Um, before he was taken into custody, he also apologized to the flight crew. When talking to FBI, he allegedly told an agent he didn't get much in Japan. Um, and showed his magic stick to one of the flight attendants he found attractive, according to the complaint. Wow, that's terrible. This is ridiculous. I got to finish this. He also said he exposed himself because he didn't have anything in a week, which the agent understood to mean sex, the uh, complaint states. When the agent asked if his actions interfered with the flight attendant's job, he outrageously replied, I thought I was giving her encouragement to keep pushing. You know what I mean? To keep striving for it, the complaint alleges. What the fuck does that mean? 
giving her encouragement to keep pushing, you know what I mean? To keep striving for it. Like, your dick? Yeah. That's wild. Uh, he also told the agent he was not under influence <clears throat> during the flight, the complaint states. He was not under the influence? So that's even worse. I wanted to give him the, the, you know, the benefit of the doubt that he mm-hmm. was on drugs. Mm-hmm. Right? But now he's using the excuse that his mental health was off. I just think this nigga thought he could just jack off on a plane. Yeah, that's wild. And I feel bad for his friends because they had his friends like restrain him from jacking off. That's a raw deal, man. That's not a good friendship. If I got to stop you from jacking off, we can't be friends, bro. Yeah. In no way, shape, or form am I touching Eddie while his dick is out. Man, why'd you, you even say handle that? that? You got to handle that on your own. That's wild. <laughs> that's wild. Just the, just the thought of that. Yeah. If you pulling your dick out, I'm your friend. I'm just going to leave you with your dick out. And I'm going to go sit away away from you. Yeah. Like, hey, man, we're done. We're, yeah. we're done. If you yeah. think that that's normal, we can't hang out. Yeah. And then for you to think that you could jack off next to a, a fucking, uh, what, what, what do they call it, a stewardess? Not getting no vagina in, in Japan has caused you to jack off on a plane. With Vaseline? That's, that's wild. A, that's a wild conclusion. That sound must be wild. That mm-hmm. shit was like. <laughs> 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 I would imagine it eventually kind of like loosen up. I guess, man. Jeez. I never used the Vaseline before. Oh, man. Timmy, Timmy, Timmy Jacker. When <laughs> they looking for a burner. Jack everything walking. Boys is hollering the furnace, fucking no BT. On the wallet, jacking on BT. Humming the wallet. Kill everybody walking. That nigga. Kit, kit, kit. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, that's wild. Oh, man. That's bad. That's, that's yeah. really bad. Uh-huh. You can't, like, this is, I don't know, man. This is just wrong in all ways, dude. You can't, you can't do this and then just blame it on mental health later. But during the moment, you kind of clearly stated that you thought she was cool with it, and then you just exposed yourself, mm-hmm. and then you called it the magic stick. Yeah, that shit is wild. This dude's gonna get in some serious motherfucking trouble. I looked at the charges; he could get up to ninety days in jail. Mm-hmm. But because he's rich, he probably won't get that. Yeah. Well, who knows if he's rich? Who knows if he's rich or not? But I guess he had one song, really. But he was touring, dude. Um, And he's also in the fashion, so it's probably the Chitlin circuit. Yeah, he's probably keeping him. Nah, nigga was in another country. Ain't no nothing Chitlin about that. That's a legit tour. That's a Chitlin circuit. A Chitlin circuit is is local shit, man. No, I mean that's the. I mean it. It it was coined back in the day when they used to tour like in the in the south and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the Chitlin circuit also means like it. It was more so like a metaphor for. You know these small um, um, spaces giving you throwing money at you to mm. you know you know when you like say you're an artist from L.A. and you couldn't really sell out the Nokia Theater or something like that you could go to the South go to a club and get yeah. like you know thousand two thousand dollars. Panda came out on what like fifteen or sixteen right like right I don't in there. Remember it had to be sixteen when that song came out. Mm-hmm. Like I'll check it right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh 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 uh. Let me see, Panda. Panda, 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 panda. Okay. It came out, full lyrics. 2016, yep. Mm-hmm. So 16, that song comes out. And I remember what was what people kept doing, I kept seeing it on Snapchat all the time, is they would post that song, I got bras in Atlanta. And for some reason, they were always at Panda Express. Like, okay, mm-hmm. we get it. Yeah. We get it. You mm-hmm. drew the parallel between Panda Express and this song. Mm-hmm. It's not original anymore. Just get your teriyaki chicken and get the fuck on. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, but yeah, man. Th- yeah, this is this is bad. And this is what I was going to say. Even though that was in 16, there is somebody somewhere that will pay you money to play that song live. 
Oh, for sure. Yeah, it's a good song. For yeah, sure. they mm-hmm. will pay you. You whether it's Tokyo or it's somewhere, and and these bags that he's picking up are probably he could probably make money off that song for a while. Yeah, you got it. When you got his song, you could tour it off it for for a minute. Especially like you know those countries where they um you know they they haven't they don't have the ability to see you you know mm-hmm. you, on your tour. Uh, tour in LA or whatever they don't they can't go out there they they wait till you get to Japan oh yeah let's not forget Nelly was in Bakersfield mm-hmm. yeah he's I like mean, Nelly picking up bags everywhere yeah he's like under the under the mama ia ia put your hands up Bakersfield <laughs> like dang this nigga was Baker's I ain't gonna front I'm from Bakersfield but sometimes when you hear the word Bakersfield it just sounds so whack it sounds whack yeah yeah it's not like a Los Angeles or New York it's just like Baker's Bakersfield. Yeah, I know, right? We're we're kind of like we're one of those places that people we're really, this is like an extremely right wing. It's not meant to be a cool place at all, but it's okay. I like it here. Yeah, for I, sure. I like it here. Yeah. But it's definitely not meant to be a cool place at all, especially with a fucking name like Bakersfield. Mm-hmm. We sound like some type of a sandwich or a cake or some shit. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Bakersfield for sure. That's a uh like a bakery. Come on down to Bakersfield Sandwich. <laughs> Get a soup and salad for only $14.99. Looking for a birthday cake? Come on down to Bakersfield. <laughs> <laughs> Every time I think of that, like that whole idea of Bakersfield, like mm-hmm. some like corny, like um, catchy, like uh, slogan or song, I mm-hmm. think of that commercial. Carpet outlet plus mm-hmm. everything every day, is sale day. Every, I just say every day is sale day. Every day is sale day. Yeah. <laughs> if you got sales every day, you're probably doing bad business. Yeah, y'all yeah. niggas lying. Ain't no sell yeah. every motherfucking day. In if there. it's a sell every day, it's just a regular price. They've had that same fucking song since I was in junior high. Yeah. Carpet outlet plus everything is sell day. <laughs> like, yeah, you guys haven't changed that song yet. Yeah, I got it. You gotta remix that. Remember that. Remember that song for the Stockdale Podiatry Group. No, what if Designer did that song? Mm-hmm. Get get get. I got bras in every day of sale day. <laughs> That'd be terrible. This nigga fell all the way off. This nigga doing songs for fucking. This nigga doing songs for Taco Fresco and shit. <laughs> tacos, tacos, tacos. Oh man, that's crazy. Hey man, uh, first of all, uh, before we move on from this, because there's not a whole lot to say about a person masturbating on a plane. Uh, rule number one: don't jack off on a plane. Uh, rule number two: Don't use Vaseline. They gonna have a Pornhub uh, video that titled uh, "Snakes on a Pan- uh, Snakes on a Plane." All right. I got dick on Atlanta. <laughs> I got dick. I got dick flying over Atlanta. <laughs> <laughs> I got lotion in Atlanta. <laughs> I got Jerkins in Atlanta. <laughs> Yo, he gotta get a he gotta get a brand deal now. He gotta get Jerkins, Jerkins or Vino. Yeah, one of them. That's crazy. That'd be crazy. He yeah. do like they they would do it too. It's a good plug. You hear about that fucking quarterback? Uh, I forgot his name. He was mixing mayonnaise in his coffee. Uh, you, I think you might have sent me that, um, oh or I might have just seen, seen it. He was like, "Yeah, sometimes I like to mix mayonnaise in my coffee." Hold on, like, let me That's get a, weird. That's hold on, weird I'm gonna show you right now. He was a college or pro. He I just think. got drafted. Yeah, man, it's crazy. Oh, uh, Will Levis, his name. Quarterback Will Levis explains origin of disgusting mayonnaise coffee combo. And it says, uh, 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 uh. Quarterback prospect Will Levis had a good day in the NFL combine on Saturday, showing off his strong arm in an attempt to boost his draft stock. But while he allowed his talents to shine on the field, he also got a chance to explain a personal oddity off the field. Le- Levis 
uh, made news last summer when he was putting mayonnaise in his coffee instead of usual co- uh, uh, a cump. What the fuck? A cum a cup. Whatever. Fuck that word. Mm-hmm. Uh, such as cream or sugar, because usually they would say um, condiment. Right? Mm-hmm. Is that considered a condiment? Like all the cream. How do you shit? spell it? It's spelled A C C O M P a campaign immense. Mm. I don't know. I, ca- I, ca- I can't say the fucking word for some reason. It's got me stumped, Keith. <laughs> Anyways, the it former... Con- huh? Said it happens. Yeah, it happens. Fuck him. All right. The Kentucky quarterback explained at the NFL co- uh, scouting combine that he merely added a condiment. That's all the word is supposed to be. Condiment. Mm-hmm. Uh, to <clears throat> his coffee as a joke once. But the act... Then went viral on social media. So he really doesn't put mayonnaise in it. But he did it with a straight face, and he looked like he liked it. Mm-hmm. He drank it? Yeah, he drank it, and he mm. kept a straight face. It yeah. looked so gross. It's yeah. like chunky coffee creamer. And then the funny thing is, after he did that just recently, um, the company, um, Hellman's, you know, was it, is it, is it, yeah, Hellman's is the mayo company. Mm. They sent him a packet. It's a big-ass fake mayonnaise jar, and it had, like, a, a loaf of bread in there. You know, it's a customized can of mayonnaise and mm-hmm. some other little shit. And he was just, like, laughing, like, yo, this is wild. Mm-hmm. But it's like, he would be a perfect, that would be a perfect, um, like, uh, what do you call that? Uh, uh, what do you call that when players get endorsement? Mm-hmm. It'd be a perfect endorsement deal. Mayonnaise, mm-hmm. Hellman's mayonnaise, mm-hmm. you know? Just for you eating a bunch of mayonnaise, that's free promo, man. Yeah. That's a good little, you know, and there's so much money going around with college athletes and stuff like that. So well, he's in the NFL now, but you probably can yeah. still get Hellman's. I'm just saying, like, in, like coming out of college, going into the mm-hmm. pros, you, it's so much money in terms of, like, NIL different does. brands and, you know, being attached to you. So, yeah, yeah, I think, you know, that's a, I guess that's the thing now. That's the move. Like, if you... If you're an up-and-coming athlete, high school, uh, college, and you really like something or you really feel strongly about something, make a video and see, you know, see if those people reach out to you. It's just like, uh, mm-hmm. uh, what's the dog, what's the dude that had the um, cranberry juice? Oh, uh, uh, the the guy during the pandemic, mm-hmm. the the Mexican dude. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I forgot his name. Something dog, mm-hmm. dog face. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That dude blew the up. Fleetwood Max Home. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And and all it took, all it was is this one day he literally just posted him on TikTok driving down, the, well, going down the street on his mm-hmm. skateboard because his car broke down, mm-hmm. drinking Ocean Spray. And Ocean Spray sent this nigga a new truck. Yeah. And then he started getting money, money. Like, he started getting all kind of other endorsement deals. Corona deals and stuff. Shit crazy, bro. Yeah. Shout out to him. Yeah. And he got married after that, too. Kind of Kind of convenient. Mm-hmm. Let me, hold on. Let me go to his Instagram. I haven't seen him. We talked about him. Mm-hmm. But I'm gonna send. I'm gonna check out his. Uh, yeah, what are you doing now? Yeah, I'm curious. I'm curious. Let's see here. Dog face. A weekly update on dog face. A dog face. Uh, where is he at? Oh, what the fuck? I hope he didn't delete his account or something. You know, things happen. Oh, I don't see it. Oh no, big Snoop Dogg. Back up in the heezy, baby. You're jocking my style. You so crazy. Whoa, this nigga's not there. Let me see, Dogface, is that him? That nigga probably spent all his money. Yeah, I don't see his account, man. Dogface. Ooh, I see a mug shot here. Oh, this is 2022. Oh, no, he's on here. I got him. 2.5 million. He's doing his thing. Let me see. He's still on here. Um, He got arrested in December. Did you see that? Nah, what happened? It's a mug shot on TMZ. Oh, 
man, he got his. Thank you. Yeah, the last April sixteenth, he just posted he dancing with two cups. Damn. Here he it is. Posted in April. Yeah, he posted in April. But the mm. oh fuck. The video of him with Ocean Spray on Instagram, it got 12 million views, bro. That's crazy. 12 million. We got fucking almost 2 million on ours, though. Yeah. We're a long ways away. Yeah, we're a long ways away from that. But I think I think two, almost 2 million views is enough for somebody to recognize you from a... Like, we could be at the grocery store and be like, hey, is that... Didn't I just see you in a video on Instagram? Yeah. Hold on. What else did he post? Three hours ago. No, he's a, he ain't he's in jail. Active. Three hours ago, yep. Yeah. It just said he was arrested in his Idaho home. Yeah, he's doing TMZ. some, some he's doing dance. Some. I don't know what the fuck he's doing here. Mm-hmm. Anyways, but yeah, I think we're good on this one. Mm-hmm. All right, folks, don't jack off. Uh, well, yeah, you could do that, but not, not on not a plane. Not on a plane, yeah. Not on a plane. Yeah. All right. Uh, switching gears. Jerry Springer. Uh, Jerry Springer recently just passed. Uh, unfortunately. Um, and here's the deal, man. For anybody that grew up during the era of Jerry, like I'm talking about not late Jerry in the 2000s. I'm talking about early Jerry, like 1997. I was in the seventh grade and I was watching Jerry and it's when it was unscripted. It was just wild fucking people on there. Um, and I guess he's seen that the ratings were affected because Jerry Springer at the very beginning was a very serious <clears throat> show. You know that, right? Mm-mm. Jerry Springer was not always a trash show. It mm-hmm. started off as a very vanilla, basic talk show. Mm-hmm. But once he's seen that those that like violence and trash spiked the ratings, he didn't have nothing but trash, mm-hmm. right? And it was that. And then it went from that to like women be like, "I just want my Jerry beads." And then Sean, oh, I forgot t- about the Jerry beads, nigga. It was an episode on Jerry on Jerry Springer. This girl's titties was so motherfucking big. I just want my... Well, she was a big girl. She's like, I just want my Jerry bleeds. <laughs> and she pulled her titties out, and the whole screen had to blur out. <laughs> they blurred out the whole fucking screen. Yeah. I'm like, bro. And then everybody mm-hmm. was like, oh, fuck. Yeah, no, they were shocked. Like, oh, my gosh. Nigga, them titties was... Nigga, her bra size was equator, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, them double Zs. Yeah, the most, she had fucking Z, uh, triple Zs. <laughs> Jerry Springer, former Cincinnati mayor and talk show host, dead at 79. He was a mayor? Yeah, he was. Wow. Uh, Jerry Springer, the former Cincinnati mayor and longtime TV host whose tabloid show uh, was shown for outrageous arguments, thrown chairs, and physical confrontations between sparring couples and home records mm-hmm. has died a family spokesperson said thursday sprinker 79 um jerry's ability to connect with the people um was at the heart of his success in everything he tried whether it was politics broadcasting or just joking with the people on the street who wanted a photo or a word gene galvin a long lifelong friend and spokesperson for the family said in a statement springer once told cnn that he did not mind being referred to as the grandfather of trash tv saying in 2010 as jerry springer show celebrated his 20th anniversary on air it's probably accurate i didn't know uh what the award for award for that is but i think it is true that we were probably one of the first shows to present some of the outrageousness we have. That's actually false. That that Geraldo in the 80s was fucking wild. Mm-hmm. Geraldo had a bunch of white supremacists and like pro-black people and everybody was fighting. Really? Fuck yeah. It was one of the most vo- popular episodes on in TV in daytime TV history. And um 
Geraldo got hit in the face with a chair by a white supremacist. Oh, my god! And it broke his fucking nose. If you, hey, hey, folks, everybody listening, put in Geraldo Rivera on Google and then uh, put in broken nose. And then what's going to happen is you're going to see that episode pop up. And I think it's like a bunch of pro-black people and like white supremacists and a big-ass fight breaks out. And they hit Geraldo in the face with a fucking chair. That's crazy. That was crazy, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think another show that was wild, too. I think Phil, the Phil Donahue show was pretty wild. Mm-hmm. Ricky Lake, that show was pretty wild. She she had a bunch of like freaky shit on her show. Mm-hmm. But yeah, man, um, rest in peace to uh, Jerry Springer. Um, mm-hmm. I, I send my deepest condolences to him and his family. Mm-hmm. Um, but that that nigga had trash TV. That was trash. Mm-hmm. Like we we'll just call a spade a spade. Like you, like I can't believe you've been sleeping with my grandma. Like what? That's like the the fucking type of content yeah. they had. Yeah, yeah. It was a lot of that. Like. I was talking before the before the pod about the um like the transgender reveals. Oh, that shit was like, yo, I got something to tell you. Um, tell me what's wrong, baby. What's wrong? I'm actually a man. What? What do you mean you was born a man? Yeah, I was just hoping that you know I really fell in love with you from the start, and <laughs> I just didn't want to drop this dick off on you at the beginning. Just wanted to wait. <laughs> Oh, it would be hilarious too. Is they always started off the same fucking way. Mm-hmm. They'd be like, "You know, I love you, right?" <laughs> yeah, I know you love me, girl. What you got to say? Tell me something. I was actually born a man. What? What you mean you was born a man? <laughs> I thought you would have known when we was having sex. <laughs> they like, be in like situations like, yeah, well, that time we took a shower. Um, I thought you would have seen the cock, but you just, you know, you you just kept looking away. So I didn't really know if you knew or not. He'd be like, man, these niggas is weird. It's been an episode before. It's like, you know what? That don't matter to me. I love you. It's all good. Yeah. <laughs> He'd be like, nigga, you yeah, know. Yeah, it was a couple niggas that was okay with it. He's like, ain't nothing wrong with that, man. I love you. I'm always yeah. like, I'm so glad you accepted me. Mm-hmm. I'm like, dude, what the fuck? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's wild. The Jerry Beach shit was always kind of like, sometimes a surprise. They'd be like, Jerry, over here, I have a question. I'm just playing. I just want my Jerry Beats. And then they just flash like, titties. Damn. If, yeah. you ever, if you've ever seen, Jerry Springer had a special series of tapes that you could buy back in the day in like 97. With the titties really And it was out. completely uncut. Yeah. And he'd be on there. And I seen the video. You seen it? I seen it. They probably got the DVDs on, uh, that, on Reddit somewhere. Oh, yeah. They're out there for free <clears> somewhere. <throat> mm-hmm. But the wild shit was back in the day. The Girls Gone Wild DVDs. That uh-huh. shit was crazy. Yeah. They're like, girls gone wild going to Cancun. Yeah. They're busting out and getting wild having crazy college parties. I ain't going to front. As a little kid, I don't know how old I was. The commercials? 10 years old. Nigga, I was getting hard off the commercials. Oh, the commercials definitely get, <laughs> get you bricked up. You <laughs> getting rock hard <laughs> off the commercials. Yeah. Check out these crazy college co-eds getting no. wild at Cancun. I was the rock before the rock when them <laughs> girls go wild. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, nigga, he was the cock. <laughs> Can you smell it? What the cock is cooking. <laughs> the cock says. <laughs> oh, man. That was crazy. Do you see them titties over there? What? Do you see it? The- it doesn't matter what you <laughs> see. <laughs> It doesn't matter those titties are over there. Bro, that shit was wild, bro. Yeah, Girls Gone Wild and Jerry Springer. There was a couple things late night on the E channel. They don't, you know what? TV back in the day used to be so different. It was. Censorship is so, like, totally different nowadays to where, you know, one, they allow more nudity on TV. Yeah. 
Yeah. HBOs and you know FX and stuff. HBO like that. always been naked. Yeah, F- HBO always had. Even they had the soft porn on there. They had some uh. shit on HBO called Real Sex. Mm-hmm. I don't know. If, I don't know if anybody's old enough to remember it. It was a show on HBO called Real Sex, mm-hmm. and it was literally like all kinds of weird, like people being like kinky and like uh, swingers, and they showed everything. Yeah. Everything. They used to do street interviews. Yeah. And it'd be like a couple, and they'd be like, "So, what's the wildest thing you ever did?" They would ask the dude, and he'd be like, "You know, I just slept with a lot of women when I was young. You know what I'm saying, or whatever." <laughs> and then they asked his wife, and they'd be like, "So, what's the wildest thing you ever did?" And he'd be like, "Um, I don't know if I want to say that in front of my husband." Yeah. And like, it's fine. He's like, "Well, I fucked two guys at the same time." Yeah. Um, in college, and it was a really fun experience. Yeah, and then the dude would be like, "What the devastated, fuck? huh?" Yeah, he'd be yeah, like, they you never ruining relationships. You never told me about that. Yeah, or Taxi Cab Confessions was another one. Mm-hmm. You ever seen that? Mm-mm. It'd be somebody on a cab admitting to murder and shit. Nah. Oh, nigga, that was crazy. That's wild. Oh, bro, go yeah. to go to Google. No, go to Google, and it might hit you with a video or something. Taxi Cab Confessions was like it'd be prostitutes admitting to like having sex all night. I'm so tired. Like, I want to change my life. I don't want to be a prostitute no more. Like, that should be right, wild. Yeah. No, I see. I don't know. I was, I was, I don't know if I saw this on a pod or not, but I was, uh, I was going to pick up my niece from school and um, I was driving down the street that her, that her school is on and her school is like low key in the hood. So, it was a girl out there had a whole like a bright, like tangerine, orange type of uh, very vibrant, like, uh, um, outfit on, mm-hmm. and it was just like a, almost like a sweatsuit, and she was like a like a light skinned black girl. She was kind of like she kind of had a gut on her, but she had like a thick body. Mm-hmm. Um, and she just had like she had a bra on, and then like the shirt was lifted up over the titties. Wow! So the titties was just out. Wow. It was they wasn't exposed because she had a bra on, but the titties just out. She just standing on the corner, like just waiting for somebody to go buy that pussy. Sad man. Yeah, it's sad. I think like whenever I see we've living in Bakersfield. If you ever been up Union Avenue, you go up far enough, you will see women just walking around. Yeah. And they'll be half naked, and they are literal prostitutes, man. Yeah, at once I seen, I probably see, in a matter of three minutes, I probably seen like three transactions. Like you drive, say you really, drive, yeah. I drove down the street, one girl walking to the car, boom. I drive down, I hit a left, boom, and some, some girls, you know, hunched over, um, talking to a dude, dude in the in the driver's side window or whatever. Oh my god, yeah, and it was just like. It was like it was almost like a movie, like one over here, one over here, one over oh here. Oh my boom. god! Yeah, it was crazy. That's but, such a that's mm. just, it's sad because that's such an outdated way of selling pussy. Yeah, like at least at least get a Venmo Maybe. account or something and go to fucking uh go do OnlyFans or something. Yeah, it's much safer. Yeah, some Man. people want to feel that feel that wet wet. But oh. um, what I was saying before then it was like back in the day, um, when you had basic cable, like the 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 mm-hmm. the um. How they monitor like the sexual stuff was like completely different. Oh, they did. So a lot of it was just blurred out. Yes, the you know, Spice Channel. Stuff. Yeah, yeah. Is was I remember like Howard Stern. You know, he Howard Stern would have his uh, his thing, and I, I wouldn't I wouldn't watch it myself. But my dad is just a horny nigga, so <laughs> he would be watching the show. Um, <laughs> he would be watching the show, and I'm supposed to be asleep, but I'm over there watching it too, watching them blurred out titties getting bricked up. You know, so you watch that, and then the infomercials of girls going wild infomercials at night. You know, when you when uh when you was younger, and 
like after like 10 p.m. or so, like after Nick at Night go on, it's just straight infomercial. So it's girls going wild and a bunch of other like porno stuff that you would see. It'd be late, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it'd be girls just showing their titties on there. Bro, before Instagram, though, because Instagram is wild. They show everything on there damn near. Mm-hmm. We Way before that, in the 90s, the most wild content you got was on the Spanish channels. Spanish channels is like Spanish Univision, channels is OD. Indivision, like mm-hmm. it'd be like all of a sudden it'd be a dude in a bumblebee suit, like ay ay ay, and then a girl with some big old titties come out half naked. You like what the fuck? Thick too. Why like 1994-95 to like 97 right in there? Spanish channel was wild. Yeah. So reg- regular Spanish channel was wild because it'd just be a thick masking girl walking through there. You're like, what's going on? And yeah. you're a little kid. Mm-hmm. And everything on there was like super, like very sexual. Like yeah. whether it was the weather, the weather down to just, you know, basic news. It was just like the thickest girl on there giving the weather report. It's just like, dang, this is crazy. You just like a little eight year old bricked up watching this. <laughs> bricked up watching So you're confused because you don't speak Spanish. Mm-hmm. So everything is in Spanish and it's these thick girls on there mm-hmm. and you just like bricked up and you don't even know how to really mm-hmm. interpret it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's crazy. That's that Espanol bricked. Yeah, thickness translated in any language. <laughs> thick is thick. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, that's hilarious. It's crazy. But yeah, back back in the day, too, they had the Spice Channel. And the Spice Channel, you either subscribed and it was just like softcore porn stuff. Mm-hmm. But Basically, it was a squiggly channel where the channels are just—it was always in and out. Mm-hmm. And then every now and again, every now and again, it was straighten out. Boom! Mm-hmm. It was straighten out, and then it would be still like in black and white, mm-hmm. but it'd be like clear, just titties. You'd be like, mm-hmm. "Oh shit!" Yeah, you let's take a little snap, mental and, snapshot of those. And, and and what I used to do, bro, I ain't even gonna cap. What would happen is if you had the TV in your room or something, you would have it on the Spice Channel, but then you would have it on the. Gotta get that, that that previous channel, the previous channel yep. button. So when you're looking at the at the squiggly titties. And then, like a parent come in there, their dad be like, "Hey, did you boom? You go right back. Then you go back to Sports Center or something." Mm -hmm. Yeah, you gotta have you gotta have it set up to where you go to Nickelodeon and then you go to Spice Channel or you go to Howard Stern or whatever, and you make sure you got your hand on the trigger. So right when your mom come out that room, just boop. I fell asleep before and left it on the Spice Channel one night. Really? Man, it was woke up and the titties was clear. Dang. I was like, oh, then it turned off. Yeah. And I was like, this is bullshit. I was too bricked up to be falling asleep. Nigga fell asleep, brick woke up. (laughs) (laughs) And it was brick squad. (laughs) (laughs) Bow, 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 bow. (laughs) Walk up. Oh man, they yeah. got an adolescent brick. <laughs> no, that's real. Yeah, times is different, man. You can. That's the thing. Like you know, it's like that's like part of your boyhood. You know what I mean? Like just really getting in touch with your sexuality. Like you know, starting to develop like this type of women you like, um, and then just kind of being like being very sneaky. You know, that's that's like one of the. I remember there was a show called like Pants Off Dance Off. I never heard of that. Yeah, I don't know what I don't know what it was or what the the purpose of the show was, but it was just like they was just dancing and they would be dancing for like a a song, whatever song it was, and then they just like would take their clothes off and then I wow. would be, yeah, and then they would get they would get down to like I think they would go so I think sometimes they would go naked and then it would just like like put the you know censored 
thing graphic over it or whatever the case may be, but they would just be dancing and pulling their clothes off. There was this girl I went to college with. She was on a show. I think the show was filmed in L.A. Mm-hmm. It was on the. I can't remember. Was it Univision? I forgot. I forgot what it was on, but it was called uh, uh, Doce, Cora, Doce Corazones, mm-hmm. Doce Corazones, or whatever. And it was like a dating show. I think it was. Mm-hmm. Let me see. I know I'm not tripping. This was back in like 2000 and. Mm-hmm. Uh, shit, like 2006, probably. Mm-hmm. Let me see. Hold on. I'm gonna see if I'm not tripping. Yep. Yep. That's the name. Mm-hmm. 2005, seven seasons. Doce corazones. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like a like a reality show. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. she was thick too, mm-hmm. but she was on the show, and I was like, "What the heck?" Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is a super old show. Mm-hmm. Who's on the cast? Let me see. I'm gonna go back and find it. I'm gonna show you. You're gonna be busting up. Mm-hmm. Let me see when did it go. It cut off nine eighteen episodes. No longer running. No, it's off. I forgot. It doesn't show when it went off, but it was on for a minute. But yeah, I said, she's like, I'm on a show. I'm on a show in Spanish. I was like, mm-hmm. really? She was proud of it. Yeah, she didn't win. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she's still around. I don't know. I don't. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen her since college. But yeah, mm-hmm. that's a trip. There's a lot of. We had a lot of. Uh, I, I, you could call it. I guess you call it kind of trashy TV, but mm-hmm. or just more loosely because there was also a show called um, uh, Wild On that was on E. Mm-hmm. And it was always covering like different festivals around the world, mm-hmm. like Carnival, mm-hmm. and it'd be these super thick Bra- Brazilian women, like super dark, like mm-hmm. they look like they black or like Latino, but they're yeah. neither because you're actually Portuguese. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'd be like, man, what is this? Where are these people at? Mm-hmm. It's like, nigga, I'm twelve and, mm-hmm. br- and bricked up. <laughs> now nah, that's real. Yeah, you'll find you'll find like the most un un you know what was you know it was OD and this was when I was a little bit older. Um, Nip Tuck, I never seen that. You never watched Nip Tuck? No. I used to. I didn't watch it, watch it, but I re, I definitely will remember. And that's how I knew my dad was like a slight. Um, he was just a horny nigga. Like all the shows. Oh, that's the surgery show where they yeah. doing like. Oh, I've seen it before. Yeah, they would be doing like uh, breast, breast augmentations and stuff like that. So they were showing. They were showing pretty much everything on there. And sometimes they was like blurring out. But for the most part, like they were showing all that stuff on FX. Damn. And it was coming on like maybe like 10 o'clock, 11 o'clock. And I'm like, damn, this is crazy. They're showing titties and stuff. The freakiest <laughs> shit came on super late. <clears throat> mm-hmm. They wanted to make sure like you, they didn't have like a prime audience. Yeah. It was like freaky stuff. And then it was like old R&B albums. Yeah. On BET, they had something back in the day called BET Uncut. Oh yeah, that was like Nelly was on there. They stopped showing BT Uncut probably in like two thousand and four mm-hmm. or something like that. Like mm-hmm. it was way back, mm-hmm. and it was basically a program that show rap videos almost pretty much like uncut. Mm-hmm. Like it, it would like you, on a normal video they would blur it out, but like on this one they would just like cover the nipple. Yeah, and it was a video called Tip Drill. Look this video up. It tip might, drill. it tip might, it, wild. It, I don't know if it might be on YouTube or not. But Somebody got a. Uh, recording they do look up a video called tip drill with nelly and it's just girls twerking and it's a part where nelly it's an infamous scene where nelly swipes a credit card down his girl's butt cheeks yeah 
And they say, it must be your ass because it ain't your face. I, I need, need a tip, tip drill. <laughs> I need a tip drill. Yeah. And I was I seen this for the first time, and I was I think I was yeah I was in high school for sure, mm-hmm. and I was like, what the fuck is this? Shit? <laughs> yeah, like, this I would crazy. always, I, you know, because that that was like elementary school for me, and um, when I heard about it, I was like, yo, this is crazy. But I was so young that I just kept falling asleep before BT Uncut came on. Yeah, you know, you'd be like, "Man, I'm about to stay up tonight just so I could tell my friends on Monday." And nigga, by 10 p.m., you'd be like, "When Keith was a little kid, this nigga used to fall asleep with a milk mustache." I keep it a bit sleep. <laughs> oh man, that's funny. Damn, that's a trip too. When I when I first had met you, you 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 were going to McKinley for sure, mm-hmm. but you were fucking. Hold on. That that was like oh that was two thousand bro, two thousand yeah that was two thousand it wasn't two thousand one yet yeah it was like right before two thousand one so in two thousand what grade were you in two thousand I probably was in um what grade was I in I probably was in like the third grade God damn the third mm-hmm. holy shit third or fourth grade yeah man mm-hmm. that's a trip yeah so being his older brother. That's still my dog, my my number one dog. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, when I first met Roly, Roly was always a really smart kid, though. Mm-hmm. He's like, however he is now, that's exactly how he has always been his whole life. Mm-hmm. It's just been Keith the whole time. Mm-hmm. Roly is my nickname, by the way. Oh yeah, I, mm-hmm. they don't. I never called you that on here. Mm-mm. But yeah, uh, his, nick, his nickname is Roly. Mm-hmm. I don't even know how that name came to be, but <laughs> I was like it. a little uh, little chubby kid. So uh, they said I look like a roly poly Oh, okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that that's pretty much who he is. But yeah, mm-hmm. man. Um kind of got off uh, went off on a tangent there. Yeah, but yeah, Jerry. Rest in peace to Jerry Springer, man. Yeah, rest in peace to Jerry Springer. There'll probably mm-hmm. be somebody else to um replace him and, and create some more trash for people more to be toxic. entertained by. Toxicity on Zeus or something. Yeah, you know how it goes. Mm-hmm. All right, switching gears. Um Transformation Church Pastor compares Jesus to a stripper. And I'll uh, read an example here so you guys understand exactly what happened here. All right. Transformation Church Pastor compares Jesus to a naked stripper that puts the bread in my pocket. Right. Uh, Transformation Church Oversight Pastor Tim Ross is something else. First, we brought you the story of how he believes that this is not very objective at all. Hmm. Before I continue reading, even though I don't agree with what he did, this article is not objective. So just heads up. Uh, that it shouldn't be considered cheating for a married man to dance sexually, get twerked on, and slap the butt of half-naked dancer. Then he featured him praising fame modelist T.D. Jakes while saying a belief of Trinity is a secondary non-essential issue and that it's crazy for Christians to divide over Trinitary doctrine, whatever. In a recent sermon, Ross makes some grotesque claims that Jesus is not only is is the only butt-naked stripper that we right, you reverence. Gotta, you got it. I sent you the thing. I think you should just play it. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Let's just go ahead and do it. Thank you. Holy shit. And it was spread to them. We don't make it rain on booty cheeks. We don't make it rain on strippers. We only reverence one stripper, and that's the one that took off glory to put on humanity. 
get butt naked on a cross <laughs> to die for both you and me. <laughs> the only stripper I'm in love with is Jesus. <laughs> That he crazy. thought that was a bar, huh? He thought he was really doing it's, it's <laughs> like these some of these pastors are ridiculous. Mm-hmm. He's and he said, and he's the one that puts that bread in my that pocket. Nigga went into a song. Oh my god! Yeah, you know the sad thing about a lot of people that are Christians or call themselves Christians, they go to church every Sunday mm-hmm. and they still a piece of shit. <laughs> mm-hmm. Dude, you don't do that. Like mm-hmm. that's wild. The only stripper I'm in love with is Jesus. That's a wild take. What the fuck? That if you don't get this blasphemous shit the fuck out of here. That's crazy. <laughs> These niggas is crazy. Yeah. It's um um for those of you that don't know, like I go to church pretty much every Sunday. Um and I actually work in in the church and I I go to Bible studies, not all the times but when I can. And um Michael Todd is a person, you know, for for millennials, he's like a uh kind of a preacher that uh, speaks for a certain age group, a certain demographic. Um, and he, he, he wrote a book that I read. Um, I forget the name of it, but, um, he wrote a book and he, you know, he has a, he has a, um, very, uh, public, um, what do you call it? Like, a he's, he's documented his issues in his own relationship. And, mm-hmm. you know, he's wrote, written a book about how people can learn from, you know, the mistakes that he made and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And, um, one of the things that uh, that happens is there there's like a certain progressiveness in his ministry, um, and it's like he, even the, from the clothes he wears. You know, when we grew up, the pastors wearing uh, at least business. You know, they're wearing a button up t shirt and some slacks at, at the bare minimum, but usually like a suit and stuff like that. But He's a person, he may go on stage with some J's, with some joggers on, with a scoop tee, and like, that's just, but that's just how church looks nowadays, so there's Mm -hmm. nothing necessarily wrong with that. Right. But that progressiveness in terms of the clothing also um, has, you know, made its way into the actual word. So a lot of the references they use in in that, like in in Michael Todd's book, he's referencing... um, Drake lyrics and stuff like that, and and, and that that's not Michael Todd, but the, that's the it's church that he uh, yeah. that he runs um, in Transformation Church, and um, they just have like <laughs> this this progressiveness, and and in on they are always in the the headlines, or I won't say headlines, but they're always trending for like some kind of cringeworthy stuff, and um, on Easter there was a they had they had a whole like. Um, a whole show where they were doing music and a play kind of thing and acting and all these different things. And um, they were trending because they were like turning like these secular songs into gospel songs. And it was just very like, very edgy. Like it wasn't something like traditionally we grew up on. Like it's too much. Yeah. They're trying to turn like Beyonce songs into gospel songs. Yeah, they do but, that they a lot. Like, but they were like the, the worst of the worst songs. And I got Jesus in Atlanta. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Jesus, 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 Jesus Christ. <laughs> Yeah. So, but that that's that's that church and and I so for me, you know, I try to be in tune with what the person is actually saying. Um so I don't necessarily have like I don't necessarily like I try not to um to judge the the uh the me- the messenger per se because I know that 
you know, people, people are human beings, they're flawed individuals, but sometimes like the message that they're giving off is just like, it just make you scratch your head. Like, why do we have to be so progressive that we start to like talk to say Jesus was a stripper? Like, that's just too much, man. He, here's the problem. When you, when you go into these large churches and you almost could say anything and people are going to clap because they're trying to hear the word of God. But so, a lot of people have an issue where they can't think for themselves. If I'm in church and I hear him say that, I'm thinking to myself, like, hey, what the fuck am I doing here? Yeah. Like, I, this the way that I think and the way you think, I know that you would have caught that shit and been like, yo, this shit ain't That's cool. Wild. This is wild. Even today in church, there was a, uh, a preacher up there. And I don't, even, I, don't even, I don't like to say disparaging things about, like, preachers because, like, I'm in there. So, mm-hmm. you know, I just don't, I don't want something going viral and I'm, like, talking crazy about a preacher. Yeah. But it was just, like, everybody f- was feeling it in there. And he was a preacher when he was preaching for a long time. And, you know, we get exhausted, you know, yeah. after a while, like you go through the praise and worship and then they do the offering and then they come in and the preacher is preaching for like an hour. Everybody trying to go home. And, mm-hmm. you know, who knows what people were doing on Saturday night? They might have went out. They might have hit the club. They might have been doing all kind of stuff. But he was up there and he was just using like big words and he was like rhyming and stuff like that. And it was like, I'm going to exude with the exuberance of the ecclesiastical expectations <laughs> of the exoneration. <laughs> Shut up, Please nigga. give me a little bit more time so I can exude my exuberance on everybody in this congregation. And I was just like, nigga, what are you talking about? <laughs> I was like, what? This nigga a battle rapper. First, I take your Bible, put it to your head. Boom, now you're gone. Moses spit the Red Sea. I'm here to be. My gun go blah, blah. Like the second or third disciple from the even like with my rifle. <laughs> like this nigga's wild, oh, yo. Man. Oh man. Mm-hmm. Oh man. Mm, that's crazy. Like I'm nice like Jesus Christ. <laughs> I eat my food with a better rice. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Yeah, yeah. They, they be doing too much, man. They're just grandstanding. That's mm-hmm. what they're doing. Mm-hmm. They're getting up there, and instead of being true to themselves, I forgot this is dude recently that uh, he has an afro. He was talking about gun control. <clears throat> I can't remember his fucking name. Mm-hmm. He's really popular lately. He's like a politician. Mm. He's like a young upcoming politician. Is that the one that um, he's got a big afro? Did he get? Uh, I don't remember. It was some guy on a Breakfast Club. That, yes, he was on there. Yeah, it's him. Yeah, I got you. You know his name? I don't remember his name. Man, they got this nigga. He was talking like Martin Luther King. That's crazy. He was like, I know that in our world that we can come together and do this. And people were sitting there like, nigga, please. (laughs) They weren't feeling it. Oh, hell no. It's 2023. You know what, bro? I'm getting to that age when people start doing that. I'm going to just start telling people to shut the fuck up. (laughs) If somebody is literally acting like Martin Luther King (laughs) in a moment that's very serious, I'll be like, nigga, shut up. Yeah. Sometimes you got to tell motherfuckers to stop because the problem with that is, is like, bro, this is why it's important. Me and Keith do not have a massive platform, mm-hmm. right? But I think it's important that with this platform that we are organically, genuinely ourselves and that we're not putting out an image to try to grab people. We mm-hmm. don't do that, <clears throat> right? But it's annoying when you see people trying to do it. Yeah. You ever seen a dude, right? You ever seen a dude out in public or a person you know him and you see him and he like, 
Yeah, man, I'm trying to do it. He's always into some bullshit. Like, he either trying to chase some pussy somewhere or do something he shouldn't really be doing. They might cuss like a sailor. And I'm not judging nobody for their mouth because I have a bad mouth myself. Mm-hmm. But then you see him out at church like, hey, my brother, yeah, most definitely, man. I'm just trying to keep keep it good in the God's name. And mm-hmm. you be thinking like, man, shut the fuck up. Yeah, I know you. Yeah, I know you, bro. Mm-hmm. I know what you're about. Mm-hmm. You trying to get pussy from uh, Sister Jenkins last week. I know mm-hmm. what you're about. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Mm -hmm. i've seen you before sir (laughs) dude what's that guy's name it's eating me up now the guy with the afro fuck you probably gotta look on the breakfast club interviews yeah it should pop up up. is he from like new jersey or something like something like that yeah (laughs) breakfast club he was on a recent uh he was on a recent interview with them probably Mm -hmm. no more than a maybe no more than a month ago oh i see this thing with master p man that nigga look crazy up there his mouth still looking That weird. nigga's teeth was big as a motherfucker. Hmm. He's like, you know, like, a lot of the kids, like, they try to, I, a lot of kids look up to me, so I got to, like, let them know everything going to be okay, you know. I'm like, dude, <laughs> you got to fix, you got to do something yeah, with the teeth. teeth right. Yeah, that shit dentures was. was falling out. Oh, were those dentures? What were they? Somebody said it was dentures. Really? Yeah. I seen the episode with Angel Reese and uh, Flage. That was a really good episode. Oh, I haven't watched that. That was really good. Shout out to Angel Reese. Oh, where the fuck is this? Justin at? Pearson. Is that his name? Justin J. Pearson. Justin J. Pearson. Yeah, he got that big old afro. Yeah. Hold on. That wait. nigga look like he be taking down all the white women. Yeah, probably right. Hold on. Justin J. Pearson. Martin From Luther Tennessee. King. See, yeah, if Justin, I can, see if I can pull that clip up. Uh-huh. Hold, on, hold on, hold on, here it is. Just, Justin Jones. Point of personal privilege. Is it possible that Senator Ackberry could join uh, us up here? Former uh, State House Representative. Yeah, she can come. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, she's gonna stand next. Dude's to young. Come on, Senator. Oh, what the fuck is going on? Oh, Justin Jones is not the one. Justin Jones got a ponytail. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Is Justin Jones or Justin Pearson? Who makes all things possible? Who takes the son of teenage parents, Kimberly Owens Pearson and Jason C. Pearson? And brings him to an institution built by enslaved people's hand. All glory and honor to God. He sounds like Colin Kaepernick if he wanted to do like a Martin Luther King impression. Tells them that you still have a voice, that you still are somebody, and that the movement for love and justice cannot be stopped because we still got a man. Nigga, shut up. <laughs> you doing that? That's, so that's just Justin di- Jones. Just so I think it says Justin Jones. Hold on, Re- Republican Justin Jones. D- okay. Democrat. It says. I don't know. It says Democrat Nashville. Is that who it is? Because mm. so Justin, they're both from Tennessee, but Tennessee they're two House different Re- people. Okay, Tennessee House expels Justin Pearson. Oh, okay, yeah, it's Justin Pearson. Okay, yeah, dude. And I'm gonna read the comment. It says, "Mom, can we have MLK? We have MLK at home. MLK <laughs> at home. Imagine hating stereotypes so bad that you become one." Dang. This guy is from Maine. They're known to have deep Southern black accents like that. Nah, that nigga don't talk like that in real life. You also, you got to think like, whatever Martin Luther King, the way he talked was like, that was his real cadence because he was like really a preacher. You know what I mean? So (laughs) when it comes to a guy like that, I just don't, 
I don't think he got that lineage. No, somebody posted a comment. This is fucking funny. He said, it was a sad day on Saturday. <laughs> they spelled it sad. S-A-D-A-D-A-Y. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. People got to cut that shit out, man. Mm-hmm. You got to cut that out. Just be yourself. Yeah, be yourself, man. Mm-hmm. As soon as... I don't care if I agree with most of your policy, whatever. When you start talking like that, I'm like, oh, I'm done with this mm-hmm. person. It just takes you out of it. It just takes you out of it. It's mm-hmm. like this motherfucker is really talking like Martin Luther King. Mm-hmm. It's like it's like trying to rap and sound like Tupac. Mm-hmm. I don't want to hear no more of your music, buddy. Yeah, we're done here. Mm-hmm. Okay, one Pac, we're fucking done. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> you made it through one Pac. You didn't get another mm-hmm. one, buddy. That's facts. Yeah. Did you uh, did you finish the rest of that the documentary or it was uh, which one the Dear Mama. Yeah, I watched all of it. You watched all of it? Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's cool. I watched I all of check it. Check it out. It was decent. You haven't finished it? I haven't even started it. Oh, shit. Yeah, I heard it was good, though. Yeah, it was decent. Mm-hmm. I think um, Tupac was an amazing... He provoked a lot of conversations, mm-hmm. um, and he was wise beyond his years. And his mother embedded some things in him mm-hmm. that like most people that young didn't have. They did an interview with him when he was 17, mm-hmm. and the shit he was saying at 17, I was just like, this is not normal. Mm-hmm. Like You could tell his mother had a lot of influence on him. Mm-hmm. Even when she was under the influence of drugs or whatever, she mm-hmm. really... And not to mention like the shit that his mother did outside of just being representing herself in court. Mm-hmm. Right. And, and being her own representation, usually that'll get you prison time. Mm-hmm. But she was smart enough to get herself like exonerated. Not, yeah. not only that, she literally um, she made it. She literally affected the landscape <clears throat> of the medical uh, of the, the what do you call it, the healthcare system. Mm-hmm. She made it. Basically, she was partly involved in not. Basically, hospitals can't just turn people away anymore. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Because of Tupac's mother mm-hmm. literally like. They they used to go to hospitals and uh, they did like a, what they call it, like a like a shut a takeover hospital takeovers where mm-hmm. the Black Panthers would go into hospitals and literally protest inside of hospitals and then get healthcare professionals to come and like do interviews and shit mm-hmm. and Tupac's mom was at the helm. Wow. Yeah, man, she was a big deal. Yeah, she was a big deal. That's a powerful woman. Yeah, dude. Yeah, definitely. That's a, the. I mean, to, to think of. Drugs affected a woman like that. Yeah, know? I know. That means That's you should good. never touch drugs, yeah. especially this generation. The, the whole the problem. This the, the like I could listen to music and objectively like, oh, I like this or I don't like this, but it has no influence on anything I do. Mm-hmm. But that's lo- not everybody's experience. That's not everybody's experience. Mm-hmm. These rappers need to fucking shut up about this. Casually talk about Molly and Percocets. This shit's got fentanyl in it. It's killing kids. Yeah. You need to shut the fuck up. Like, future dude, you're fucking 40 years. Was he 40 or 39? Mm-hmm. This nigga's older than me talking about, like, fitting all this shit like it's cool. Mm-hmm. And, he, and he said he doesn't even do drugs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, it's sad, man. I think that there's, um, you got to have, like, you got to be, like, the least creative creative if you have to rely on, you know, talking about drugs to make good music it's too many man and it's not just future like we love to talk about how future is like that pusher t is like that he's a one-trick pony yeah he's, he's a still one-trick. talking about drugs. he's still talking about crack nobody even smokes crack anymore mm-hmm. sad pusher t cannot make a song without referencing something with regards to crack mm-hmm. every if you listen to pusher t try to find a song that's not talking about crack mm-hmm it's all, talking about his wife, his kids, nothing. Nothing. It's all about drugs. 
crack, 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 crack. It's crack. like, come on, uh, uh, Fat Joe. Mm-hmm. He'd be like, yo, Joey Crack. Mm-hmm. It's like, come on, dude. You're too fucking old to have a name like that. Yeah. Yeah. And then Joe, Joe is like the guy that like, I guess he'd be trying to like, like preach wisdom to mm-hmm. people. Mm-hmm. But it's like, dude, you still like, you still low key kind of glorifying the bullshit, the street bullshit. Mm-hmm. That shit is grown ass men doing that. Mm-hmm. You guys are old. You know what's crazy? I don't like Charleston White at all. And I think he also is, is very racist. You been seeing what Charleston White's been doing? Um, Talking the about last time China. I heard about him was with, with the Chinese stuff. Yeah, the China Mac stuff. That's mm-hmm. off the chain, bro. Mm-hmm. Like, we crack a little Asian jokes. <clears> there, <throat> but mm-hmm. the shit he was doing is blunt. Yeah. The shit he said about Chinese people, the shit mm-hmm. he said about Mexicans, I can't. I don't get down with that. Mm-hmm. I don't get down with that at all, bro. Mm-hmm. But um, Charleston White was the first to really, like, hold rappers accountable mm-hmm. and, like, literally put, you know... Um, Put some heat on him because mm-hmm. nobody says anything. Mm-hmm. But yeah. yeah, he he's and he's a little he's a lot smarter than people think. Like you know, a lot of that stuff is um, for for Instagram and Instagram lives and stuff like that. But when he really sit down, he could really articulate himself pretty well. Yeah, he does. He does, but he's a piece of shit for what he's doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can't be doing that. And then literally, he, well, he said like, "I don't care. Fuck their babies." Yeah. It says something about like Mexicans. Like, I don't care. Fuck them. Fuck their babies. And I'm like, nigga, you mm-hmm. can't, you can't do that, bro. That shit ain't cool. Yeah, that's not cool. Yeah, no. Nah. And and especially like as a black man, I can't, I can't act like that shit is okay. Because mm-hmm. somebody was doing it to us, we wouldn't like that shit. No, nah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. See, you can't be down with that. <clears throat> mm-hmm. But yeah, let's go ahead and move on. I think mm-hmm. we had enough to say about this preacher. I'm pretty sure that preacher, that dude, he's probably fucking half the congregation. Yeah. I think we've seen some examples of preachers that. uh yeah, in the name of Jesus. It's like, oh. I'm just baptizing you. This is normal. <laughs> this is I normal. swear this is normal. Yeah. <laughs> I'm giving you five inches of no, <laughs> Jesus died on the cross for this pussy. Oh no. <laughs> oh no. Can you imagine a, a a preacher that's trying to like like subliminally like still try to be in line with like the word mm-hmm. and also doing something that he shouldn't be doing? Mm-hmm. He'd be hitting it from the back. This might as well be baptism, how wet it is. He was like, this nigga need to just go to jail. Go to yeah, jail. Don't mix Jesus into your, uh, into your scandals. These niggas be sick out here, bro. Mm-hmm. All right, switching gears. Don Lemon and Tucker Carlson fired. Okay? If you know Don Lemon, you know Don Lemon is from CNN, which is more of a left-leaning, uh, very liberal source of news. Tucker Carlson fired from Fox. Fox is a very right-wing, right-leaning form of news as an outlet. Now, let me go ahead and read this real quick. We'll start with Fox. Fox News settles with Dominion at the last second, pays more than $787 million to avert defamation trial over its 2020 election lies. Okay, here's the problem, right? I just read that from a CNN outlet, right? Mm-hmm. This is CNN. Say it again. Huh? Say it again. Okay, Fox News settles with Dominion which is, I believe it is a uh, a, a vote counting system, Mm -hmm. Dominion, uh, at last second, pays more than $787 million to avert defamation trial over its 2020 election lies. Now, a CNN outlet wrote that. I clicked on that. Mm -hmm. So even as as a person who's objective, I could read where they're speaking to liberal people, Mm -hmm. right? And they're not giving you information a lot of times. They're just giving you affirmation. Mm -hmm. They're just affirming what you already believe. That's what Fox and CNN is good at, Mm -hmm. right? All right, I'll read the rest of the article. 
Uh, Fox News reached a settlement, blah, 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 blah. Uh, paying more than $787 million to end colossal two-year legal battle that publicly shredded the right-wing network's credibility. And, like, you guys aren't left-leaning. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, Fox News, $787 million settlement with Dominion Voting Systems is the largest publicly known defamation settlement in U.S. history involving a media company. The deal was announced hours after the jury was sworn in, in at a Delaware Supreme Superior Court. Rumors of a settlement swirled in the courthouse when... After a lunch break, the proceedings dramatically ground to a halt for nearly three hours with no explanation, uh, while the parties apparently hammered out an accord. Okay, here's the deal, bro. Um, when it comes to Tucker Carlson, he already has some things in the past, like a sexual harassment claim that it popped up or whatnot. <clears throat> but the fact that Fox News and fucking Rupert Murdoch and all these guys... They, they were literally like pushing a narrative that the election was rigged. They were more or less, I don't even say subliminally, indirectly and directly stating that the election or uh, I guess uh, averting that this could be, uh, the election could have been rigged, mm-hmm. right? And they got sued because they kept saying that. Mm-hmm. And now Tucker's gone mm-hmm. and he got legitimately fired. Mm-hmm. But nigga, $787 million, somebody got to go anyway. And that's Tuck, a lot of money. It's a lot of fucking money. Mm-hmm. Almost a billion dollars. Mm-hmm. And then you got Tucker, who is they is like they cash cow, and they got rid of him. And CNN with Don Lemon, they got rid of him. But Don Lemon, the prequel to his ass getting fired, is this nigga been off the chain lately? Talking about with them women. You with the women when he was mm-hmm. saying like, you know, a woman in her prime or whatever. And you got to understand, Don Lemon, what he strikes me as, is he's, he strikes me as a more right-leaning liberal. Mm-hmm. He got some out like some old ideology, especially to be a gay black man. Mm-hmm. You got to understand, Mr. Don Lemon, mm-hmm. when you are on CNN, you have to always do what they say mm-hmm. or you out of there. You cannot have any scrutiny of women on CNN mm-hmm. on a liberal outlet. Nigga, you better not say nothing about women, because if you do, they're going to get your ass out of there. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> it was the writing was on the wall when that happened. Yeah, it was only a matter of time. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Some people said that they're gonna be teaming up. Who knows? I think it would. The ratings would be ridiculous. Yeah, it'd be the most heavily rated show in in, in probably in American history because Don Lemon was like literally the arch nemesis of fucking Tucker Carlson. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. And what's funny too is is as I read this article from CNN and they're painting Fox as if Fox is just this super right wing and they act like they're objective. CNN is not fucking objective. Mm-hmm. Neither is Fox. Mm-hmm. Fox news is, it's, it's also conspiratorial. Like mm-hmm. they, they're so bad over at Fox that they're leaning on conspiracies of a rigged election. In addition to them saying shit, like back in the day, literally saying, Oh, Michelle Obama was a man, like oh just God. disrespectful yeah. shit. Barack Obama was not from America. Yeah, that he would he was Muslim and shit. Mm-hmm. And this was on Fox. Asking for the birth certificates. Asking shit. for the birth certificates. This is tone deaf, mm-hmm. subliminally racist, right wing bullshit over there. And on the left, the left wing seeing in, they're pushing ideology on people that they shouldn't be there. Like, nigga, why are there um what do you call it? Uh, what do you call a fucking uh? Not cross dresses, drag queens. Mm-hmm. The the idea of drag queens being at schools and shit like that, mm-hmm. and it's like, bro, like this shit is too much. Or you know, pronouns and mm-hmm. just the super left wing shit is on there. Mm-hmm. So a lot of the shit on the left is just so far left, and the shit on the right is too far right. Mm-hmm. 
if you liberal or conservative and you got to agree with all that, I have, I'm not agreeing with none of that. Mm-hmm. Fuck both of them niggas. They crazy. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. It's, it's one of those things where we're going to see, like, I don't think we've heard the last of it. Obviously, the, um, the Don Lemon was a little bit more, it seemed like, I think both, both, uh, companies have a, uh, I guess a, um, some, uh, like a reason as, as far as like letting them go. Right. And I think, you know, it seems to me like it might be more so, uh, like you said, like don't say anything outside of, right. you know, what our company represents. A hundred percent. You can't be, you know, uh, on CNN talking about women because like, you know, we CNN. Like, yeah, exactly. It don't, it don't work for us to be disrespecting women like that. Not even disrespecting women though. Mm-hmm. Like if you do anything that, if you said anything that held women accountable, they're going to get you the fuck out of there. Mm-hmm. Cause you got to understand that in, just in regular life, and this is not to generalize women, but it kind of is. Is like if I'm let's say I'm have a conversation with your brother, right? Mm-hmm. And I tell him like, "Hey, man, you got to get your weight down, bro. We're getting old." He'll be like, "Man, I'm on it. I got to get my weight down." Mm-hmm. He'll he'll accept that constructive criticism, nigga. You go and tell a woman that she need to lose weight and see how she react to it. Yeah, don't talk about a woman's weight. You, you just accept me the way I am. I mean, mm-hmm. you shouldn't be talk. You should be shaming me, body shaming me. Mm-hmm. Women cannot take constructive criticism the way that men can. Mm-hmm. I don't give a fuck what anybody mm-hmm. says. Okay. Yeah. So what happens is a lot of times women will take constructive criticism as an attack and mm-hmm. it's not an attack mm-hmm. right but th- you have to soften the blow when you talk to women or it won't fucking penetrate this is this is how women are right so i was uh talking to my girlfriend's brother's girlfriend um and she was we we're just talking about like education and teaching and stuff like that and she was just messing around she was like uh uh she was like i I could be a teacher. Like, I could definitely teach these kids. And I was like, yeah, it's easy. And she was like, what'd you say? And I was like, I said it was easy. She was like, oh, okay. Because I thought you were, like, invalidating me. And I was just like, no, I was just saying, like, I was agreeing with you. Like, I was just saying it would would be easy. Um, And she basically thought I was saying something along the lines of, like, um, like, uh, I don't know what she thought I was saying. But she basically thought I was saying something like, to disagree or like invalidate, you know, that idea that she should be a teacher. Um, and I was just like, um, like, you know, basically to go along with that point, it's like we, (laughs) this, like this liberal ideology where we consume all this, like this mental health work where it's like, uh, it affects how we interpret things justifiable and yeah um don't be around people that don't acknowledge your experience and all these different like it affects how we interpret things yeah that's how you but that's the lens that you listen from. thank you and i don't even think that stuff was designed that way Mm -hmm. it's not designed in a way where you should like jump on everybody that you talk to it's designed so you can have like an internal dialogue to like really understand how you how you feeling but there's like an encompassing uh, encompassing mindset like when you watch a certain programming it encompasses more than just the programming there is a whole another level of like uh, uh affected consciousness mm-hmm. that when you watch these programs you start to adopt these things in real life mm-hmm. like if you ever been having a conversation with a with a very right wing person conversation be go- be going great you could be talking about the lakers mm-hmm. or whatever and then all of a sudden it'd be like yeah you know it's it's crazy it's crazy what's happening to america you know and you know mm-hmm. it's it's wild like they want everybody to be trans or gay you mm-hmm. know or all these commercials have black people it's just i don't understand and you black just, and don't get me started elevator and don't get me started with black lives matter i, I don't even 
even know what like what what, like, what about all lives? Why don't all lives matter? You know, we need the police. You be like, this nigga's going on a tangent. Yeah, and it's because it's a very right wing, mm-hmm. a very right wing ideology or belief system. Mm-hmm. This is why I don't like Fox or CNN. Because what's happening with Fox and CNN is they're galvanizing a bunch of people who cannot think for themselves. And those people, in turn, don't think for themselves. They're just literally out in the world like robots, like little robots. But here's the issue. Whether you're very liberal or very conservative, what you fail to understand is the same government wants you to work until you're 70. Mm -hmm. How about you wake up, man? Like... These yeah. niggas don't give a fuck about you. They don't care about your political party Nigga, when you paying if, taxes. If you trans, they're going to have your trans ass working at 70. They don't give a fuck. <laughs> yeah. They, they don't care. They don't care about your retirement. Yeah. They don't care about your kids, your family. They don't care about shit. Mm-hmm. And people really thinking like, you know, conservatives are all racist and this and that. And liberals are that like, no, mm-hmm. no, none of y'all got the answer, bro. Yeah. None of y'all got the answer. Not to mention at Fox News, there was a fucking text chain of a bunch of Tucker Carlson and all of them, they hate Trump, and they put it in a fucking message. Mm-hmm. They talked about how they didn't like Trump, they didn't support him, in the text message thread. Mm-hmm. And what I don't like about, not only Fox, I know CNN's doing the same thing, but these motherfuckers at Fox, they don't stand on what they say on the network. Mm-hmm. And what what I don't respect about either one of them the most is that they bargained their integrity for a fucking paycheck. Yeah, that's See, all that matters. That's all that matters. Mm-hmm. When me and Keith get on here, we could literally speak freely. I'm not a journalist. Mm-hmm. I'm a podcaster. Mm-hmm. And my day job is fucking truck driving. Mm-hmm. Right? And I could get on this podcast and speak from the heart. And I have the privilege of doing that. But then you look at these dudes. They're getting paid millions of dollars to be full of shit. And they're supposed to be the ones that are giving us information. Mm-hmm. But they're only giving us affirmation. They're only further affirming what we we don't even believe it. I think mm-hmm. that people don't even believe it. They're just affirming something that's being shoved down their throat, and they're just taking it in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's you know, so and you know sad. How, like conversations go right, like right. You, you know, even on our podcast, our podcast is just like a a stream of consciousness of you know different conversations. Right. Obviously, we have topics and structure, but um, when you have when you are in those conversations, when you are on the elevator in the grocery store or whatever the case may be, you checking out or whatever, and you you enter a conversation where you just you start out by saying how you doing and then all of a sudden you know how you doing turns into like yeah i'm about to go out there and vote for trump in 2024 and it's just like dog i just asked you about i just asked you about your day but i think you know what happens is you know we uh, as humans we're consuming uh, all this information and all these talking points and stuff like that and then once you like you feel like you found somebody that's willing to listen or maybe somebody that you don't think will listen, but you're trying to change them or, you know, make them understand how you feel about politics. Then you just start, you know, regurgitating those talking points yeah. on, on all these networks. Yeah, you're, you're regurgitating something you don't even believe. Mm-hmm. It's almost like you're just allowing people to navigate everything that comes out of your mouth. Mm-hmm. This is what fucking Tucker Carlson said in a text on Trump. What he's good at is destroying things. Carlson texted producer Alex Pfeiffer on November 5th. He's the undisputed world champion of that. He could easily destroy us if we play it wrong. I hate him passionately, Carlson texted Pfeiffer on January 4th. Days prior to the riot at the U.S. Capitol, he added of Trump's presidency. We're all pretending we've got a lot to show for it because admitting what a disaster it's been is too tough to digest. But come on, there's really isn't an upside to Trump. 
This is from fucking Tucker Carlson, mm-hmm. the number one dog on Fox News. So all you Fox News cocksuckers, get off his cock. <laughs> okay? Go find another cock. This is not the cock you want. Okay? Yeah. This is bad. And Don mm-hmm. Lemon is gay, so I don't think you want his cock. Well. That make you gay for one cock anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Some people might like it. <laughs> you want fucking Don Orange? <laughs> Don's a dickhead. And then he he fucking attacked. He kept attacking Joe Rogan, which really pissed me off. Mm-hmm. Joe Rogan has to be the most like objective person. He sits down with scientists, um, conservatives, liberals, gay, trans, mm-hmm. actors, musicians, of uh, comedians. He sits down with everyone and has these objective conversations. Mm-hmm. And you're attacking a person that has is probably the most nuanced person in mm-hmm. any form of media. Mm-hmm. They uh freaking Don Lemon's punk ass. He attacked Joe Rogan, saying, "Oh, Joe Rogan's taking uh, a horse dewormer, ivermectin." When ivermectin got a fucking Nobel Peace Prize, it's been used many times in many different medicines. Yeah, right. And he wanted to accuse Joe Rogan of being an idiot, and mm-hmm. he wasn't. And then Joe Rogan proved something again. They 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 basically reposted Joe Rogan's video that he used. And he learned that basically when these companies take and repost things, they try to make you look worse. So what they did is they added a filter to the upload. Oh, make him look like he's more sickly. To make him look more sickly. And he's Mm -hmm. like, yo, what the fuck? You can just use the original video that I posted? Mm -hmm. And that's when I was like, dude, it's obvious that there's a witch hunt out for people. Mm -hmm. And CNN, every other commercial, they're the ones pushing the fucking, uh, they're pushing the fucking vaccine on everybody. Mm -hmm. Every other commercial is Pfizer every fucking goddamn three minutes. Yeah. This has been sponsored by Pfizer. Mm-hmm. This has been sponsored by Johnson & Johnson. Mm-hmm. This has been sponsored by Pfizer. This has been sponsored by... That's like, nigga, mm-hmm. we get it. Yeah. You guys want us to do, do drugs. Okay, motherfucker, mm-hmm. we get it. Yeah. I still haven't... I haven't taken any vaccine. No, I haven't taken yeah. one of them. Mm-hmm. They, um... They showed on uh, Tucker Carlson's Insta- uh, not Instagram, but Wikipedia page, and it said that he was a Democrat from 2006 to Yes, he was. Yeah. That's how you know it's just all fake. Yeah. That nigga probably just got another job at a different network and he just did. ran it up. He was a Democrat. He was literally on CNN. Mm-hmm. He went from CNN to Fox. That nigga's And he did teams. it. He, he's transitioned so smoothly. Yeah. The same thing with fucking. It's, look, all these people are getting exposed. For anybody that's really right wing, they know this dude named Steven Crowder. He's a right wing. You ever heard a dude that says so and so being gay is not a choice? Change my mind. You ever seen that dude that had those mm-hmm. signs? Mm-hmm. Steven Crowder. Mm-hmm. Well, his bitch ass got in trouble recently because he was threatening his wife while she was fucking pregnant. Mm. This is the same guy that's talking about monogamy and being a man and yeah. all this shit, but you threatening your wife and calling her meaningless. Dang. And it's all caught on video. This is recently. Yeah. Right? And he literally was physically threatening her really yeah gosh dang yeah steven crowder's a piece of shit all here's the problem i've heard this saying before it said when the grass gets low the snake shall show Mm -hmm. and the grass is low as a motherfucker Mm -hmm. right now and all these people are getting exposed yeah because they're not real Mm -hmm. folks i just want y'all to understand something if you're doing a podcast or if you're doing uh clothing or whatever you're doing and you feel like, damn, I'm trying to just be honest and put my stuff out there and it's not getting out there. Continue to do what you're doing and don't go for the cheap shit because all the cheap motherfuckers that are winning, they will lose. And they're going to lose so hard, bro. Yeah. They're going to lose so fucking hard 
that by the time you reach your ascension, you're going to be blessed and thankful that you never went for the cheap stuff. I'm telling you right now. <clears throat> yep. Everybody, everybody that goes for cheap shit, they always get exposed. Mm-hmm. Remember that nigga Derek Jackson? Mm-hmm. Derek Jackson, the fucking mm-hmm. the big the, buff black dude, the buff was, black dude, yeah. the, the mm-hmm. fucking dating guru dude, where women yeah. agree with everything he posted, mm-hmm. and they kept on sharing everything he posted. Where the nigga couldn't keep his dick in his pants, was cheating on his wife. Mm-hmm. Okay, and women was sharing all of his shit. And I told women, I told women years ago that this nigga's a liar. Uh-huh. Like as a man, we can spot out someone who's being disingenuous, mm-hmm. and women be like, "No, he's just telling us what's real." And then it's like, if this nigga was ugly, you wouldn't give a fuck what he had to say. Mm-hmm. If he was a nigga that had, uh, if he was four hundred pounds with a big stomach and said the same thing, y'all wouldn't have cared. Be roasting him. Y'all be roasting him. First of all, they wouldn't roast him. They wouldn't even care what he had to say. Mm-hmm. But when you agree with women and you're handsome or you or you're intelligent, see, here's the thing: a lot of times. The form of a man, for example, if a man is handsome and smart and super manipulative, women don't really see it mm-hmm. because they live in a world where they're being infatuated with they're being infatuated with an idea instead of what's right in front of them. Mm. You, it's so easy to lie to women when the woman when you're everything that that woman wants, mm. and it's no different than the rest of these other platforms. Yeah. When you're very conservative or you're very liberal or whatever you are, a motherfucker f- could put poison in the candy and keep handing it to you, mm-hmm. and just keeps giving you poison in the candy. Yeah. Right? You think it's just a Jolly Rancher, but it's fentanyl in it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Dang. Yeah, that's the problem with these people, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it's bad. No, that's real, man. I think that's one of the things. Like we, I think I would just hope everybody out there consumers of news and politics and stuff like that you just realize that this is all a game it's a game you, know, you, you as an individual are not important they just no they run in the news network they run in a business at the end of the day so you know they're gonna hire the person that can articulate themselves the best and the person that can you know align themselves with the network's ideology yeah mm-hmm. yeah it's people out here like it's people out here just really like mad like oh my god like you know, the liberals are going to make this country terrible or the conservatives are going to make this country terrible. And, you know, we got to keep America first. Well, you want to keep America first. You do got to understand that the motherfuckers in office don't even do that. Mm-hmm. Like it, it start. this country started off with black people being fucked first. Right. Hundreds mm-hmm. of years of free labor, slavery, forced slavery. Fucking George Washington was taking teeth out of slaves' mouths and putting them in his fucking mouth. Mm-hmm. I don't know if people know about this. Yeah, I never heard that. You never heard of this? Mm-mm. Okay. Mr. One Dollar Bill. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Mr. One Dollar Bill had ivory teeth in his mouth. He had wooden teeth in his mouth because he had bad teeth. And he also, because it's it's in the it's in the accounting. It's on the it's on the what do you call it? The the ledger. Mm-hmm. It's on the ledger that. He paid for nine slave teeth. God damn. Yeah, it's on. Work? They put them in there or what? They snatched them out of fucking slaves' mouths and put them in his. God damn. It's on the ledger. This is this is known knowledge. But mm-hmm. you know, since critical race theory, we don't want to put it in school because it's bad. Now that well, was a grill before the grill, huh? This nigga was. It's a slave grill. Yeah, <laughs> slave grill is crazy. Yeah. yeah. Rob the jewelry store till it make, make me, me a, a slave grill. grill. Yeah. Make me a slave grill. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, they were forcefully taking teeth out of fucking slaves' mouths. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Mr. One Dollar Bill himself. Mm-hmm. Mi- Mr. Mr. Um taking a bunch of black women and having a bunch of kids by him mm-hmm. for uh forcefully. Yeah, that mm-hmm. guy. 
Mm-hmm. Okay? So that's how the country starts, right? It mm-hmm. goes to fucking over black people and it goes to fucking everybody. That's crazy. It's, a it's straight like, orgy out here. It's like, yo, we fucked over black people for hundreds of years and we didn't even give we 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 went so far as to give slave masters we gave them reparations for lost property, but let's make black people look so bad and delusional that we don't give them a dime and say that they're just complaining for no reason. Mm-hmm. Man, that shit's crazy. And then here's the funny part. We don't know what to do. You know, we can't just give black people free stuff. Why not? Nigga, you just gave Ukraine fucking billions of dollars. Mm-hmm. Black people represent 13% of the whole population. And you got to make an excuse that you can't pay us? Yeah. I don't want a handout. I just want what my ancestors never got. Man. It'll be, it would have be. Have you ever got like a retro check? Like, you know, maybe you. Um, yes. Your, your job didn't offer you a lunch or something like that. No. Well, well, look, everybody can relate to this. You ever been to a job and you either quit or you got fired. And then about a year later, eight months later, your job got sued and they keep sending you little checks in the mail. Mm-hmm. Imagine being black. You're minding your business. You're about to go to work. You check the mail and it's a check for $275,000 in there. Bruh. Oh my gosh. That'd be great. Oh my gosh. I am I am pro reparations. Only my, based- my emotions would be different. Like Oh yeah. yeah. I, I'm I'm pro reparations for this reason. Mm-hmm. Not because I'm black and I want a handout. I work hard for my money. I'm pro reparations because the motherfucker that owned my ancestors got paid. Yeah. You paid this nigga and then you paid Ukraine all that money? Yeah. Get out of here. And then you went from, like I said, you went from fucking over black people. Now you're fucking over everybody. And now you got liberals and conservatives at odds. But when, by the time they get older, you don't care about them. You mm. want them to work until they fucking Joe Biden's age. Yeah. Because retirement is not even going to be. Age, shoot. Yeah. Retirement's not even going to be a real thing by the time we get older, man. Mm-hmm. You got to find a way to. Yo, Keith, we talked about this. You better find a way to save yourself because this government don't give a fuck about your ass. Not at all. Not at all. They do not. Not the government or anybody else. Mm-mm. You know, we was talking about like just certain situations where you might have to take take a selfish route in order to, to mm-hmm. really get up. You know, you might have to skip out on some bills or something just to really, mm-hmm. really invest in something that's going to move the needle. Because mm-hmm. this whole working a regular job and Mm-mm. you know making ends meet and all that other stuff Mm-mm. like if you ain't what steve harvey would call horizontal money if you ain't making no horizontal money we just we just in a rat race yeah it's so the rat race spinning the wheels i see people that are so stuck in the rat race they don't even know it there are people that are judging others because of the car they drive or the house they live in mm-hmm. when they work a job too mm-hmm. you are in the rat race you're not rich motherfucker if you lose your job to pay you $150,000, $200,000, whatever, you're mm-hmm. not rich. Mm-hmm. You're not a part of the 1%. Mm-hmm. You are literally <clears throat> no different than a motherfucker that's paycheck to paycheck. You are just at the top of the bottom. Mm-hmm. You are at the top. You're not making generational money. Mm-hmm. You're at the top of the bottom. Not to mention, if you don't have any lucrative investments, you are broke. Mm-hmm. Give a fuck who you are. Mm-hmm. You can have a job paying you a ton of money, but if you don't own something that you can leverage, mm-hmm. you are fucked, sir. Yeah, and a lot of people's expensive expenses is more than they actually make. 100%. So you can have $100,000, which is a good job, but by the end of the year... You ain't got nothing to show for it. Fuck no, you don't. Mm-hmm. You don't, and you getting taxed. Man, I don't got no kids, so they be like, they be taxing me. Mm-hmm. They about to drive me crazy. They about to have me on a flight like uh, 
the designer jacking mm-hmm. off. Man, trying to start our OnlyFans. I'm like, you know what? I might as well go to jail. Fuck it. <laughs> start jacking off in public. <laughs> they taxing me so bad, I want to jack off outside. <laughs> <laughs> I got lotion in the lemon. <laughs> 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 oh, man. That'd be yeah. crazy. Hey, yo, what if that was the, the publicity that we needed to get this podcast like on another stratosphere? Yeah, jack off on the plane. Like podcast host busted, uh, ja- uh, ejaculating in public. Man. Arrested. Streams go up to 2.9%. 2.9 million streams. <laughs> That's when streams. the deal come from Spotify, huh? They'd be like, um, are you the niggas that were jacking off? All right. I'm going to offer you some more sponsors. You know, right That's now we good. got we got one. We getting a little bit of money right now. Yeah, we got the little Spotify jug. Yeah. Spotify sponsor. Getting a little bit. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah. And that's funny because they offer you these little things, but you got to be getting some numbers to do that. Yeah, they're not offering it to just anybody. You got to yeah. actually be making a little bit of noise. Yeah, you got to make a little noise. That shit just mm-hmm. keep going up, too. Mm-hmm. That numbers are going up gradually. That's good, but man. We've, we've been there. We've been to Spotify under a year, bro. Dang, yeah, it's only been some months. Huh? Yeah, that's it. Mm-hmm. And the numbers is doing good, especially on Apple. That's just doing decent. Yeah, that's good. That's yeah, you good. guys, man, t- tell a friend to tell a friend. Mm-hmm. And man, let's keep rocking, dude. Because mm-hmm. you know we, what we're trying to do. We about to turn this. We have to turn this thing into the next high profitable podcast. Mm-hmm. Right. That's what we want to do. Yeah, especially with this artificial intelligence editing. Oh I, my god, that opened up a world. A, a, a yeah, you whole talked world. about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that'd be that'd be. Oh man, yeah. I don't even know how that works. It's a uh, it's a um, it's a, like a piece of software that you or an add on almost that you that you add on to your Premiere file, mm-hmm. and um, I think you just stack all the footage, and then um, depending on who's talking, it recognizes it, and then it just cuts it up for you. Holy shit. Mm-hmm. Oh my God! So it's yeah. jumping by itself. Yeah, it's just cutting it. Cut to you. Cut to me. Cut to whatever. Oh yeah. my God! Depending on who's talking, yeah. That's fucking nuts. Mm-hmm. I was like, dang, that that eliminates like, you know, we'd have to obviously skim through it, but you know, if we did have multiple cameras set up in here, and oh it would require, God. it's still unless we had three black magics. Um, it still would require like somebody to be in here. Though to man the camera. Um, yeah, because you know, you would have to those only some of those cameras only record for thirty minutes. Yeah. But if we had three black magics, just plug those mugs up and, and you know, make sure the angle is right and wide enough to where we catch. What if you have one black magic and two iPhones? Um, that works. Um, you know, it's just a matter of transferring the files. Like, you mm-hmm. know, it takes a it takes a long time to airdrop those files. And sometimes with the airdrop like you don't really know when it's going to come, mm. you know. So we just be sitting here for like thirty minutes. Like there could be some more types like software or, mm-hmm. or um, technology that mm-hmm. might come within the last the next year to help mm-hmm. out. Oh, for those that don't know what we're talking about, yes, you can record a podcast from an iPhone, and you can have a really nice production. This, yeah, this, just, a, just a heads up for those that don't know that. The ones um, that be like, oh, I need this, and right. I need the camera, and I, I can't start recording, and I have a camera, blah, blah, yeah. Blah. like yeah. Yeah, I I know a guy that records his podcast from an iPhone 11. They use two of them, and it looks so fucking good. Mm-hmm. It looks really good. Mm-hmm. So heads up, folks. No, that's real. Yeah, that that that's definitely an option. Put some freaking plug the mugs up. Make sure we got storage. Throw the mugs up. So if you had an idea like, oh, I want to start a podcast, but I don't got no equipment, bro. All you, bro, all you literally fucking need is is let's say you want to do a podcast and. I don't know. Let's say you're at a boxing gym or something, and you want to interview boxers, or you want to, you're MMA guy, or mm-hmm. whatever you are. You you work at a at a school. Mm-hmm. All you need is some lav some lav mics, some mm-hmm. lavalier mics. 
get like three or four of them. You know, hook them up, connect them, Bluetooth, connect them to um, your phone. You could ask questions from and do a full fucking production from the phone. Yeah, they have the um, the road. You know, those are good Bluetooth um, mm-hmm. little microphone things. The snap ons, they sound yeah. good. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, but if if you're a very animated person, I don't think you should do it because what happens is when you're doing this and talking and shit, you're moving too much and it's gonna be like. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You need some mic etiquette. That's yeah, for sure. Number one. Charlamagne did an interview with um, Meat Mill a long time ago. His chain was like... It was just like, dude, yeah. take that fucking chain off, man. Yeah. yeah, it was a terrible set. But that's the thing, like, what a lot of people don't realize, like, in terms of the production, um, you know, what it takes to make a great production. You know, I think Charlamagne, what I imagine he did was he gathered a couple of his friends that probably worked with him in some capacity, maybe the cameraman that worked at Hot 97, and thought that he could take that saying group of people and do an interview but it's different man you need lights you need you know some guy to manage the sound and even if he does hear the change just to be like yo like hey it works better if you you know you take your chains off or mm-hmm. like just noticing stuff like that beforehand or if it, if it don't take the chains off at least like have mics that are not attached to your chest you know bumping into the freaking thousand dollar chains or two hundred thousand dollar chains or whatever yeah, man, take that shit off. I think once you get so much money, you don't need to have all that stuff. Yeah. But let me, first of all, I don't want to sound naive because let's be very clear. Once I come into a lot of money, I'm going to have a moment. I, I'm going I'm to buy something that uh, might be considered kind of stupid mm-hmm. um, and I'm going to get over it and then I'm just going to snap back to it. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to get something. We're all going to have one dumbass purchase. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to get something stupid. What, what I really want to do though, once the money really starts coming in, I want a couple different cars. Mm-hmm. I want a replica version of Eleanor, or is it is it is it yeah Eleanor from uh, Gone in sixty seconds, mm. a GT five hundred. Mm-hmm. I want that same one, mm-hmm. that same fucking one, same rims, everything. I want mm-hmm. that same Mustang. Mm-hmm. Um, That's dope. Mm-hmm. Get that GT five hundred. I want that old one, and then I want to get a get a lowrider. Mm-hmm. Give me a six four Impala. Yeah, that'd be uh, fire. Root beer brown, like that dark root beer brown, old school color. Mm-hmm. Get it on some chrome rims with some hydraulics on it. You can throw the hydros on it. Oh yeah. And then I want to get a, I'm gonna get a lifted truck. Mm-hmm. I'll probably end up getting a. Um, I don't know. I might keep it old school. Mm-hmm. I might keep it old school. You know what? Actually, no. I'm gonna get uh, a Ford Raptor. Yeah, those are nice trucks, and Ford, they're expensive. They're really expensive. Get mm-hmm. a Ford Raptor, mm-hmm. uh, the special edition. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ford Raptor, those are cool. Mm-hmm. And then I will get uh, whew. ooh, okay. I got the GT. I got that. I got that. And I probably might get like a low low profile car. Mm-hmm. You know, because you know if you're making money like that, people are gonna know who you are. Mm-hmm. You get your low profile car. What does know? that look like? Uh, like Ludacris. Ludacris talks about it all the time. He, oh, you mean like his old? Yeah. Uh, what do you got? A, it, uh, a uh, Acura. Or something? Yeah, Acura. Mm-hmm. And it's it looked good. It looked cool. Mm-hmm. And he got tinted windows in it. Mm-hmm. He just be he just push it here and there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just remind himself of where he came from. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's dope. I think I know what you're gonna do when you get money, bro. What's that? I think that what you would do, um. Is you would get a car, but it probably wouldn't be souped up. It'd probably be a Tesla or something like that, mm-hmm. or like a Jeep Cherokee, like a new one. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> and then I think the next thing you would do, well, one, <clears throat> you would make sure your family's straight. Mm-hmm. But as far as buying possessions for yourself, definitely be a, a house. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and then you probably would also. Hmm, let's see how good I know Keith. <laughs> you definitely buy a comb. Definitely. This thing is crazy. Yeah, <laughs> 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 oh, yeah. Yeah, I think I, I think I would. Uh, yeah, definitely investment type stuff. But I, I'm, I think, I would probably do it now, um, just because I know how fast money can go. And I've never came across like life changing money, so I can't really say I've came across money where it was like I'm cool for a couple months. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't have to worry about nothing for a couple months. But I've never came across like nigga. If I retire today, I'm good. Mm-hmm. Um, but That's if funny. I did come across like that type of money, it would definitely be like making sure it's 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 good. Like making sure I invest it properly to where mm-hmm. I don't have to worry about nothing. Yeah, and that looks like you said, like buying a rental property. Mm-hmm. And, you know, invested in the stock market and, um, you know, uh, just different, you know, stock options and, and stuff like that, oh, yeah. insurance and stuff. So I would mm-hmm. I would do that from the jump. And then after that, you know, I would take care of myself and then, like you said, my family and stuff. Yeah. Like and yeah. I'll say this, and I can say this with conviction. A half a million dollars is not that much money. <laughs> it's really not. Mm-hmm. If you if you really tally it up, it's only five year salary at 100000 a year. Mm-hmm. If you just think about it that way, right? Mm-hmm. But I know that with a half a million dollars, on hand right now, I would never work a job a day in my life again mm-hmm. because I would literally, like you mentioned with the stock options, uh, in addition to investing in multiple streams of income, mm-hmm. one of them being, you know, rental properties or getting a bunch of, you know, like vending and things of that nature. Mm-hmm. You do enough of that. It's a self-sustaining. Mm-hmm. So it's just going to keep making you money even when you're sleeping. Yeah. That's so, a beautiful thing. Yeah. So mm-hmm. you, you don't have to work like I feel like it's a waste of time being at any job. Mm-hmm. At any job. I don't mm-hmm. care if they'd be like, oh, we got this new job paying $58 an hour. Yeah. $58 an hour is not enough money when you're spending 10 to 12 hours a day and you don't see your wife, you don't see your kids. And even if you're single with no kids, you could be just hitting the gym and eating a good lunch and fucking chilling, going to yoga. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? And if mm-hmm. you smoke weed, smoke a blunt, you know, whatever you yeah. do. Yeah. Yeah, I think we work too much, and I and yeah. I've been I've I've had all the types of jobs, right? I have jobs. I've had jobs on um, sets, you know, where I was a production assistant, uh, music videos and stuff. I've had jobs in fast food, you know. I've had jobs in. Uh, I worked at errands. Like I've 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 been through not a bunch of jobs. Like most people may have like a way longer resume than me, but. Um, it's all the same, man. Like whether you're getting paid a lot of money or a little bit of money, like just that freedom or the lack of freedom that you do have in terms of having a job. Even now, like I do, um, you know, do do more like freelance stuff or right now I work with kids and whatnot and, and teach them how to make movies and whatnot. But even that, it still has the elements of a job. Like I still have to show up when they say, you know, I still have to, uh, you know, like um, do abide by certain rules and guidelines and stuff like that um and it's like it's just something that is a motivation for me to kind of work out of that because like ideally you know I do a lot of stuff but in the in the coming months I'm for sure going to be in a space where it's like Monday through Friday I'm just doing what I want whether that's making music or writing or whatever that's how it should be bro Mm -hmm. because you think about it like if you really if you really get down to the the like the bare the bare bones of it, mm-hmm. like we're just like born <clears throat> into a working society. Mm-hmm. We've made it normal to just work jobs, even mm-hmm. when you hate those jobs. Mm-hmm. 
Like, what if you spent all day figuring out what you're great at? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Everybody doesn't have that privilege. Mm-hmm. You know, most of us got to go to job. It don't matter where what you do. If you want to be a fighter, you want to be a musician. Mm-hmm. It's always a job in a way. Mm-hmm. Got to show up to this fucking job so it could fund what you want to work on. Mm-hmm. But what you can't do is just lean on that job because that's going to fuck you long term. Mm-hmm. You mm-hmm. have to. That's why I do this podcast every week. I love doing it, first of all. But I can't just say, oh, fuck it. I'll be a truck driver. I don't want to do this shit no more. Yeah. I don't I don't hate being a truck driver, but I don't fucking love it. Yeah. Fuck no. I do. It's, yeah. it's not going to make me rich. No. Yeah. Yeah. One of the things that I always be thinking about that, like you say that you say that a lot. It's not going to make me rich. And I'd be thinking about certain things like even, you know, as a, a person out here that's like, a, a, you know, independent contractor, business owner, whatever you, you want to call it, like, you know, being able to sustain um, lifestyle and pay bills and stuff like that. Sometimes like work slows down, especially when you, you know, mm. you, you selling things online and sometimes it's the time of the year or sometimes like, you know, it's just, you know, it's just based on different elements. Um, and you'd be, I'd be thinking like, dang dog, I just want something consistent. Like, mm. you know, if I just had that consistent thing, but then you realize like you just enter into, mm-hmm. uh, you just enter in that rat race, you know, and you, like you said, it's, and what a lot, what happens a lot of times if you don't have a lot of discipline, you know, something that you planned on only doing for like two years, you end up doing for like six, seven, eight years. And that ain't good. Yeah. That ain't good. Because if you look back, you could have been doing something completely different for them last five to six years. Yeah. And it took away from it took away from the direction of where you was trying to go. Mm-hmm. It, yeah. You are better off. And, and this sounds really like misguided, like uh, advice. You are better off struggling and being broke and barely making it. While chasing your dreams, then having all the money you need and not having time to chase your dreams. Man, that's real. Yeah, you better off like being at sleeping on a friend's couch and barely having enough money to pay bills mm-hmm. than working a job that's paying you more than enough money, but mm-hmm. you don't got no identity. Mm-hmm. You used to be a comedian, but you don't do shit no more. All you mm-hmm. do is work. Mm-hmm. You used to be a podcaster, but you ain't did a podcast in three years. You used to be a boxer, but now you're overweight, and all you do is work. Mm-hmm. Fuck that shit. Yeah. You're going to die one day, bro. All of us are going to die, bro. We say this a million times. If that's not the motivation you need to actually try to do something, then I don't know what to tell you, nigga, because shit. Yeah. And then we don't even know when we're going to die. Like Mm -hmm. every day is a dice roll. Mm -hmm. Every day is a dice roll. And the older you get, the more death you see around you. Imagine, imagine like you have this big dream of like being the next big actor or, you Mm -hmm. know, being the next big musician or being the next big podcaster or whatever, next big YouTuber. And you, you choke on a Lay's potato chip while you're watching Netflix. Right. It's just like, and it's over that fast. You got terrible. all these goals and aspirations, and it was just over. And if you choke on a lace potato chip, I assume that you might be fat. I'm just assuming. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It, may, it might have clogged your passageway too mm-hmm. much, mm-hmm. right? Imagine this. Here's the fucked up part about it. Imagine you choke on that lace potato chip and you died, but your long-term dream was to be a personal trainer. Mm-hmm. And you completely... You completely went the other way and mm-hmm. stopped going to the gym. You stopped training. You stopped trying to train people, and you got overweight because you just wanted to work at a job when your when your actual passion was to be a trainer. Mm-hmm. But you died prematurely because you just completely went you went away from God's plan. Mm-hmm. Sad man. Mm-hmm. Yeah man. Sad. 
But I think uh, yeah, I, I think, think we, I'm a little tapped out right now. I think now. we've said enough. Yeah. I, th- I think Keith, um, Keith is tired. He needs yeah. to drink his nightly cup of milk. It <laughs> is not his milk mustache, <laughs> and he just lays the fuck out. Bro, you remember me, myself, and Irene? Yes. When that nigga Jim Carrey was sucking the girl's titty and oh, the yeah. milk mustache. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah. Because Jim Carrey has been a part of a lot of classic movies. For some reason, this is weird that you brought up Jim Carrey. He, I seen the, it popped up, the Truman Show. You seen mm-hmm. that? Yeah. The Truman Show is a great film. It's just basically, yeah, it's basically, you know, he's a part of a TV show and he doesn't know it, but then mm-hmm. he starts to find out and mm-hmm. uh, he meets this girl and she starts telling him about it and they pull her away and... Mm-hmm. It's a great movie, man. Yeah, I think I wouldn't. I don't think they should. I think they could remake something like that because it's it's just a high concept movie, so it doesn't necessarily require like all those elements. But I would love to. See, I haven't seen like a high concept movie like that in a long time. You know, something like we talk about it all the time. The movie In Time with Justin Timberlake and great film. Love yeah, I just love those movies that are like you know. Like uh, they're not real, but they just have like you know they t- they teach you a lot about life. So, yeah, yeah, I think an easy movie. I'll say this before I get, we get out of here. An easy movie to remake right now would be The Breakfast Club. I think mm. that would be an all time easy movie to remake. Mm. And for those that don't know what The Breakfast Club is, it came out in 1985 with um, is it Emilio Estevez? Yeah, Emilio Estevez is in it, and uh, Molly Ringwald, and um, ah, fuck, I forgot his name. But this is a really old movie. A lot of mm-hmm. older actors. Um, mm-hmm. It's basically a bunch of kids that get in they get in detention for doing whatever they well, God knows what at school. And there's like a guy that's a jock, there's a guy that's like a rebel and a troublemaker, there's a quiet goth girl, there's like the pretty girl, like all these different people. I think if you could remake this movie, but you could make it the trans person, the liberal, the conservative, the athlete, um, the 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 girl that's the pretty girl that's like obsessed with only fan like well, I mean not only fans but Instagram that gets all the attention like you could literally remake this movie and make it modern to, to make it true to today's time mm-hmm. and I think it would be a good movie because it would open up so much dialogue mm-hmm. right I almost feel like I should direct this movie hi right, man I mean you got the idea shoot <laughs> might as well. It's right fucking there, man. Yeah. It's right there at your fingertips. It's, mm-hmm. it's, I don't say it'll be an easy movie to remake, mm-hmm. but all the conversations we have on this podcast, if you bring them to that and literally have all mm-hmm. of those things. Di- their dialogue with different type of people. Yeah. The conversation mm-hmm. of trans, the conversation of school shootings can come mm-hmm. up. The conversations of race can come up. The conversations mm-hmm. of whatever. Mm-hmm. But they would come up in such a way where these people are having conversations Mm -hmm. and literally it could bring in a very, just a, just a completely like mixed audience of people. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I think everybody will have an opportunity to be heard. Yeah. 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 That'd be cool. see that. That's dope. All right. Well, it looks like we made it to the end of this one. Mm -hmm. If you made it to the end of this podcast, we appreciate you. Oh, before we forget, make sure you make sure you go down to a Mm truckersmind.com to check out the 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 premium quality snapback caps and trucker caps that we have on there. Mm -hmm. Also, make sure you go to a Truckers Mind podcast on YouTube. Mm -hmm. We need some more YouTubers or or some new um YouTube support subscribers. Yeah. Yeah, we need some subscribers there, man. Go mm. there and help us out. Leave some comments too, mm. man. Mm-hmm. Um, also, uh, head on over to ATM Pod for a friendly donation. If we have earned that donation, head on over and help Cash us out. App. A couple thousand would be nice. Um, on a Cash App. 
Oh, uh, Cash App. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Did I mention Cash you App? Just, you just said head over to ATM Pod. Yeah, they don't know what that is. ATM mm-hmm. Pod at Cash App. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's it. Key. Oh, no. Head over to Instagram. Instagram. You can follow him at K F I N G S K Fings for him. And at the podcast, it'd be at a Trucker's Mind podcast. It'd be a two underscores, A underscore Trucker's Mind underscore podcast. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's it. If you made it to the end of this episode, we appreciate you. Thank you for listening to a Trucker's Mind podcast. I'm Eddie McGee. This is your boy, K Fings. We're out of here. Peace. <laughs>